0: Hey, you're listening to the Reflecting Love Podcast. I'm Sarah and I'm joined by my amazing co-host and best friend in the entire world, Zoe. We're going to be talking about all the things that affect us as 20-something Christian girls, from topics like our faith to friendships, relationships, and even self-worth. I am so excited to start this journey and I'm really glad that you're going to be here to be a part of it with us. Today is a really special day because it is the official launch day of our podcast, Reflecting Love. And this is our very first episode. Before we start, I just want to take a minute to say how amazing Zoe was in this episode. She really opened up while she was sharing her story and being raw and honest is such a hard thing to do. So without further ado, here's Zoe's testimony. Hey everyone so I am Sarah
1: and I'm Zoe
0: and today we're going to be talking a little bit about our testimonies. I just thought it would be a really fun way of um, getting to you guys getting to know us kind of introducing ourselves and I just I love sharing my testimony don't you Zoe?
1: Yeah exactly it's like it's such a good way to kind of get to know each other and like to just kind of share a wee bit about us and where we came from.
0: Yes oh my goodness exactly I feel like for me as well one of the things I've always said about testimonies especially for people who are not Christians is that like you know somebody who's not a Christian isn't exactly gonna want to like sit down and listen to you like Bible bash they're not gonna respond super well to uh, somebody telling them like loads of verses in the Bible or like biblical teaching and you know what some people might but the majority of atheists don't really care as harsh as that might sound right but like exactly my non-christian friends like they care about my story they care about what i'm going through and what i've been through and they want to get to know me so i love that as like i love how testimony is just like an
1: outreach exactly it and each fun. story is completely different and it just shows like what challenges we have been through because mm. not everybody is perfect as well. Like, there is no such thing as a perfect Christian. Yes. Like we're all, it's a journey and we decided to continue that journey each day. It's not a, a thing that we just decided. It is a journey okay. rather than a, a one-stop kind mm. of, I've decided and that's my life. I literally love that.
0: Right, so for those of you who don't know, me and Zoe actually met like four years ago. We were in our first year of university studying uh, in the business school at Strathclyde, which is a uni in the Glasgow City Centre, for those of you who don't know. Um, So we've literally known each other for over four years. We have been best friends for three of those years, and we know each other's stories, like nobody else does seriously we know each other so 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 well but there's still going to be so many things that we don't know about each other and I'm sure that this podcast episode is gonna like unpack a bunch of things for for both of us so I'm really excited for this to happen Um, exactly
1: I'm like I'm I can't believe it's been that long like seriously oh Oh my goodness yeah I mean It feels like, on the one
0: hand, it feels like I've known you my whole life. I mean, we lived together for um, a year as well when we were in second year. Um, But on the other hand, it's like, how has it been four years? Yeah, one of our most crazy years, as you guys (laughs) will hear soon.
1: So, yeah, like... Shall we just dive into our testimonies and yes, get a little bit of information on each other? Oh my god, <laughs> let's
0: do it. I am so yeah. buzzing. Right, so, so Zoe, we'll, we'll start off with you. Okay. Um, could you just fill us on a little bit of your like family background and where you grew up?
1: Yeah, so as you can probably hear from the accent, I haven't <laughs> lost it quite yet. Hopefully, well, that works. I'm quite proud of that. Um, I come from Northern Ireland. Um I grew up with a mother who's Protestant and a father who's Catholic, so mm. that's quite unru- unusual there. And um, mm. as a lot of will know, like about the troubles and that kind of thing, so there was a lot of conflict between the two sides, Protestant and Catholic. So it, I've really, I'm so so lucky that I got to grow up the way I did because, like you think about it. I got to go on Christmas Eve. I had the best tradition ever. Went the midnight <laughs> mass, which yes. I still do, and then the next morning I'd go to church, in mm. the Protestant um, church. So that would mean that I was getting Catholic and Protestant in this. Be as like twenty four hours, yes. which is quite funny because oh. um, I don't think many people can say that. It's um amazing. And I
0: just love I, I know that we're not gonna like dive into your parents' love story, but I just love the fact that despite their religious differences, they still pursued each other. I just think that's like something exactly. worth commending. Um because like the troubles were
1: not as long as Enough. we sometimes think they were. Like they were happening when they met. So yeah. it's kinda like It's crazy. It shows that love does conquer anything and that's a true inspiration for me Um, and literally gave me shivers oh my goodness (laughs) I love that
0: (laughs) I love that I love that so Zoe having like been brought up in a Christian home like your your dad was Catholic and your mum was um Protestant were you always going to the two different churches and was that like yeah I'll, I'll give you
1: that so basically um we didn't. We didn't go to church like every week, but when we mm. went, we would have went to the Church of Ireland when I was younger, which was kind of like a middle, a middle ground between the two. And um, if you've ever right. watched Church of Ireland services, it's almost, it's kind of in the middle. I would say it's more Presbyterian, mm. but it's kind of, it's kind of some. It was a middle ground. It was almost like a compromise.
0: Mm.
1: Um, and then as we grew older, we kind of got into. I got into brownies and rainbows and different organizations yes. as well as girls brigade and just different things in the Protestant uh, community because there was more happening with the young people in it than there was like clubs and societies and stuff uh, where I, where I grew up. And um, so there, therefore we, anytime we would have went in our church, our like Sunday school and that would have been uh, either Church of Ireland or the Protestant uh, Presbyterian. Um, but any special occasion like Christmas or Easter, or any of them would have been in the Catholic church. Mm. So we would have went to masses and everything. So it was kind of like it was definitely a mix of the two. Um, when I was growing up, and like my mom, she would have been a lot more into our church, whereas my dad, he worships God. Um, but like the his the outdoors, he, that's where he really finds where he connects to God the most uh, which mm. until recently I don't think I realized completely what that meant because I've realized recently that that's me as well like I, right. I connect with God in that way more so than the traditionalist mm. um, that's so, so
0: good so you've kind of had like such an amazing like holistic upbringing and I know that like from conversations that we've had in the past that you have aspects of both the protestant church and the catholic church like things that you've learned from both of them and things that you value in like both different kind of traditions exactly you just kind of talk a little bit
1: about that like I would say like the chapel is really important to me <laughs> yeah. so I'm a family as you know as you know because I know a we side have... note, by the way we had a bit of a like a heated discussion let's
0: say and we're not yeah. going to go into it but we're, we've got a little inside joke there that we're exactly. laughing about
1: but anyway you're talking about the chapels so <laughs> I would say the spirit, like the symbol stuff in the yeah Christian, in the chapel and the catholic um Catholic religion is more it would be special to me yeah. rather than the Protestant community nearly because mm. but then I've also been able to in recent years been able to be part of Baptist and non-denominational non-denominational churches and stuff with you mm. um, and then with Navigators as well so it kind of I feel like I've just got different things that are more important to me than others and like the symbolization in the catholic church um but more like kind of being able to be led by the holy spirit is really important to me as well that's so good that's so good that's so important as well i feel like
0: so many people and so many times like even the two of us will get so bogged down by like traditions and yeah. uh, what denomination are you but really at the end of the day we all believe the same bible we believe in exactly. the same jesus and the same god and it's so good that you were raised in a way to like that you were able to appreciate the, the similarities and just step over boundaries. Exactly. I just, I think that's so incredible. Thank so, you. Oh, not at all, <laughs> You are an inspiration to us all. Um, I just
1: love that it's love and respect are the two main elements in Christianity. Mm-hmm. And you can see that um, in all of it, but sometimes it's, it's painted out to be more black and white than it should be at yeah. times.
0: Yes, completely. So Zoe, kind of going back a little bit more to your story, so have you been a Christian your whole life? And would you call yourself a Christian
1: now? So, right, this is this is quite a challenging question for me.
0: (laughs) It is. We're diving right into the deep stuff here. We actually are.
1: (laughs) So I basically like I as you know, I've always Mm. said everything happens for a reason. And like I've always been like Life is like a puzzle. We might not know why things are happening right now, but if we zoom out, we will. Because it's a puzzle, a yeah. puzzle, the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, <laughs> so they, girl, yes. So that, I feel like that's so important to me, but I don't think I really properly understood that the reason for that is because God's making it happen, do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, definitely. So, And like, okay, we have coincidences, but as you've said before, it's God incidences. Like, nothing's a coincidence with God. So, I think, Mm. like, in the last year, so I've properly, like, delved into that. And there was a couple of books that I read that really, like, really highlighted to me that I have always been, say, a Christian. Mm. But I've not really, I've always had a faith, a really strong faith, but not been religious yeah and like I feel like at the minute I still wouldn't call myself a complete Christian Um, I would say I'm spiritual and I am religious and I'm going to do a a ministry internship so I would say yeah I am I am a Christian you do believe
0: yeah yeah
1: exactly um but the thing is I really want to change how people view the word Christian because I feel Mm. like oh it's being made out to be something that it's not quite at times and I'm just yeah I think that's more of an issue than I'm not a Christian I feel like I am a Christian mm-hmm. I'm a Christian in my eyes mm-hmm. but I feel like I need to share with people what that really means and yeah. um, it's almost it's like see when you're talking to your like for me, anyway, when
0: I'm talking to my atheist friends and I say I'm a Christian, I feel like I almost have to explain to people yeah. that I'm a Christian, but I don't hate the world. I'm a Christian, exactly. but I I'm not judgy. And it's so like that word Christian has become so politicized. I think especially yeah. in America, but even in the UK, even, I mean, even in Northern Ireland, yeah. the word exactly. Christian is so politicized. So. I feel like you know what. See, in the Bible, there was no like they. I don't know this for sure, actually, but like in the majority of um, texts that I've been reading lately, they don't use the word Christian in the Bible. Yeah. They say believers
1: or children yeah. of God, and I like that exactly. term. like like the that's, Children of God. hmm Like mm-hmm. if
0: I say I'm I'm a believer or I'm a brother, you're my sister in Christ. Yeah. Like.
1: There we go. True. Very true. I just
0: just thought that was kind of interesting.
1: I love that. That's very interesting.
0: So would you say then that you, I mean, you kind of said that you've kind of like believed in God your whole life and you've never really turned away from that belief and that faith. Yeah. Now this is, again, it's a bit (laughs) of a tricky question.
1: Yeah.
0: have you, like, would you say you have lived your life for God? Like no your entire life,
1: definitely not, like i've like you know me, like I don't think it could call my my whole life like it in no way was it all religious like i' like we've done some crazy stuff
0: <laughs> <We> <laughs> have like that's that's both of us by the way, like we have. We've had some wild nights out, and here we are on a Christian exactly. podcast. It's kind of mental. So, I never sorry, saw this I coming. Know, <laughs> no, I don't think either of us did. See, if you told me, like, a year and a half ago that I'd be doing a Christian podcast. No, if you told me I was a Christian a year and a half ago, I exactly. would have laughed in your face. <laughs> and probably <laughs> threw a drink over you.
1: I know. I'd be <laughs> like, like, nope, nope.
0: Yeah, so kind of unpack that a little bit for me. So were you would you say that you ever lived your life for Jesus before this year or was there a point where you kind of fell
1: off a little bit um so I think like because of the way I was brought up and stuff and I think church Mm. like church was a big part of my life and I lived here and I think like I struggled a lot in school and it was nearly like, it was one of the places I could go and I had a community. So like, mm. I think that was really important for me. And like, I was a big part of the girls brigade. I was a sub officer and stuff. So um, I so had like a big part in the church at that point. So mm. I feel like when I left to go to university, I was just like, I I'd, I'd had my shit. Like, I don't want this to sound bad, but I was just kind of like, Mm. I need to live my life. I need to see what's out there. I need to, like, explore a bit. Like, I hadn't really partied and stuff when I was mm. here. So I was, like, it was nearly as if it's, I'd been, you know, kept in some cage and been, like, mm. released into the You've wild. you suddenly
0: got your freedom or so. Yeah. yeah, completely. I mean, I know that for me, towards the, um, the final months of me going uh, to church and calling myself a believer I kind of got to the point where I lost the faith I still believed but I didn't have the incentive anymore I felt like I was just checking boxes rather than really living my life for God I was living my life for the church community not God and I feel like from the conversations that we've had you're quite similar I don't want to like put that on you
1: but yeah no exactly like I always was like, I need to try and fit into this box and be like mm. the perfect Christian. There is no such thing as a perfect Christian as we've come to realize. <laughs> yes, But not enough people know this and they try Completely. and be someone that they're not when you should be coming as you are to mm-hmm. God and being like, this is me because God knows us like for who we are. Yes. And there's no point trying to pretend to be somebody that we're not. Mm. And we need to find a way of practicing our spirituality, which God's made us for. Like God's made everyone different. And then obviously because of that, like we will all have spiritual pathways or that kind of Mm. thing that will be how we are supposed to practice our spirituality. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be different for everyone. Like, as I said earlier, I really relate to God and like the outdoors. But yeah. I know I that, that some people, I know, like, from conversations we've had, like, there's people who have, who, like, to do certain things in the church that give them happiness, and mm. there's, I'm trying to think of the other ones, like, you know, like, sense or, like, there's different, there's just a lot of different mm. ways to connect and to dot, connecting to connect God than I realized. Yes. Before, because I would never, I would never have realized the extent and the the room for exploring christianity mm. if it hadn't been like for the last few months and being able to kind of read books on that as yeah. well like they've been really helpful to me so let's so, just kind of rewind
0: a little bit and we'll just yeah. take it right back to first year because i mean forget Everything that's happened since then, but in first year, when you came to Glasgow, uh, you'd just moved from um, Northern Ireland. It's your yeah. first time being away
1: from home. What's going oh. on in your head? So I was like, I need a party, party, party. I was like, let me out, <laughs> let me out every night. And like, mm-hmm. and drinking, you genuinely went out about five nights a week, if not more. Like, every night. Mm. <laughs> like, when I say every night, I, my, I mean, every night like yeah. there was a time when I went out for like 15 nights solid in a row so like I was I, I I forgot <laughs> about that oh my gosh yeah. that's like that's impressive
0: like I know I shouldn't like... be saying this because it's a Christian <laughs> podcast but like the fact that you survived after 15 <laughs> nights know. out in a row
1: but the is thing Jesus, was hallelujah. <laughs> I was working as a shot girl and oh. a PR so it was kind of like a job as well so it was mm. like my life was uni my work life which was in the clubs and then my social life that mm. was that was what my life consisted of yeah and like I'm not gonna say it was bad because I did love mm. it but it needed I needed to kind of I needed to explore explore my spirituality because I did have I think mm. questions that I was just like no no I kind of like so what forced kind of it to the side, and um, to just kind of explore more of who God is, and like I didn't want to be a perfect christian um mm. and I needed to i knew I knew now that I needed to understand that there was no such thing as a perfect Christian, and mm. I needed to find a way that I could connect to God and um, because like God did create us to have a relationship with him and mm. with other people. And like, I feel like until you properly understand that core purpose of your life, it's like that meaning, you have like meaning in your life and you're like, yeah, well, I was created for that purpose. Yeah. Kind of the thing.
0: pieces kind of slot in, but it takes, yeah. like, sometimes it takes a while for those puzzle pieces to slot in. And exactly. When you are... I guess kind of like exploring you've just like moved out of the house for the first time you're in a new city you're going out tons you're working as a shop girl and you've got all these big unanswered questions but at the same point I remember um like in first year of uni we would like the morning after a night out we would have these like really deep conversations where we were like both like we definitely believe and we still had like a bunch of values like both of us I hope you don't mind me saying this and we can always we can edit it out (laughs) but like when we were like in first year of uni both of us were still virgins and we had committed to that value because we still had that kind of like nugget of faith that little teeny voice in our the back of our mind saying like this is important yeah um so yeah kind of going in and I think oh sorry what are you gonna say yeah
1: I was just gonna say I think it's quite interesting how our own opinions have changed that so Mm. you're the way you're the way you've followed that through the way I've followed it through is completely we've went down completely different paths with that Mm. um and yeah I am so glad because like we we did end up losing our to people that we actually cared about, which was a really mm. important thing.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
1: think, like, I think, like, our own thoughts and, like, our own personalities need to be reflected in our decisions that we make in our mm, lives. Completely. Um, obviously, we should let God, you know, guide us in them. Mm. But not every decision is going to be right for us. Like, yeah, I mean...
0: God is ultimately going to give us the framework to make a decision. Yeah. The thing is, he gave us this magical thing called free will. Exactly. The free will to make good decisions and the free
1: will to make bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting how we, will because of that, we will all have a completely different life. and it's up to us to make the most of it because true happiness is the most important and Mm. i think like christianity is it can lead the true happiness it can be a really big part of it and Mm -hmm. the more we explore it and the more we embrace it and just kind of figure out for ourselves i think the Mm. more happiness we can we can get basically yeah Um, so speaking of that
0: um we'll fast forward so we've we've delved into first year, then we fast forward to second year, we're living together uh, in our flat, we had a shared flat with uh, two, the two of us, and then one other girl, um, and yeah, we, um, our flat was kind of known as, uh, bit of a sesh pad um (laughs) for my American friends that means that it was a party flat through and through
1: yeah Um, (laughs) definitely
0: um and yeah just so much went on there um it was in that space of time that both of us um lost our virginity to committed in a in in committed yeah. re- relationships but um yeah so we made that decision we made a bunch of other decisions that um kind of turned our faith away from God yeah um yeah can you just kind of fill us in on what happened between second year and everything that was going on there to yeah. kind of up to this year I guess because I feel like a lot of it yeah. merges in
1: definitely so like trying to think it's hard to think back that far because it's like in one way it feels like ages ago and one way it just feels like yesterday (laughs) okay so how about a more directed question
0: within from like second year to this year can you maybe spell out some of like the significant big like good parts of your life and some of the devastatingly bad parts
1: okay Mm. right so basically, that is a good question. Basically, um, I think I ended up having a really good relationship, or so I thought at the time. This and it was boyfriend. really good. <laughs> it was really good. So, like I'll always love and care about him, but mm. it wasn't right for me. And I think mm. like when we broke up, I realized the problems that we did have in the relationship. When mm. it, we were going like, Oh, this is so good, this is so good but it was like, we were living for each other. Like we were spending time together or waiting on each other. And like, that's not right in a relationship Mm. because like for, in my eyes anyway, like you need to have your own lives and Mm. you need to have a life together.
0: It's so much pressure on that one person when you're living for them and you place your like your happiness and your entire life's value on that other person
1: like it's exactly yeah it's too much for anyone to bear but it's so challenging as well like i think when all that ended because we had planned our whole lives like together and stuff Mm. it was it was such a challenge to actually just break up like yeah and i i think in that through that experience as hard as it was that's the point when I grew up and I realized mm. okay I, that was I was a child but I've grown into women <laughs> like yeah as weird as that like mm. that no, my, but it makes sense I mean you click. guys had
0: like I hope you don't mind me saying this but you guys yeah. kind of like sped into this relationship you practically got engaged um
1: yeah. and then suddenly Literally. that crumbled and it
0: is like that kind of so much happened within that relationship and within the breakup that it it was almost like a loss of innocence so of course it makes sense as to why you'd view that as like your transition from a child into a woman and a wonderful woman
1: that you are now oh thank you Mm. but I feel like yeah that was a that's been a huge part of my life for since about second year because we went out we started going out in second year and then we went out for Mm. we broke up near the end near the end of third year and then it kind of took me quite a wee while to just get over that and like in ways I feel like I am still learning and I am still growing from that and Mm. like I think you you're the way you deal with things is completely different as well like yeah that's a huge part and I think with God like I think he's just kind of yeah like I think because of all of that like my mind was like there's more to life than this like yeah and that was at a
0: point that you weren't even a Christian like in third year you like you still had this belief but you hadn't quite like I guess made the commitment or made the return to God if if that's a better way of putting it exactly Um, so what else kind of happened you had this almost traumatic breakup um because it was it was was a big deal I I remember it really clearly (laughs) but what else was kind of um happening in that space I mean we were both at university um
1: yeah yeah so I think because I ended up making some amazing friends when I was going out with my boyfriend um and like I think that was really good that was a good way to get over Way up mm. as well because I knew I'd gained some of them from the relationship, but I think the because of the way our relationship was, because it was long distance, I ended up going away from my own friends for quite a while. Um, I think you'd probably say the same, like it was nearly, I think. I wasn't spending enough time with my friends, basically. Mm. And I think, like, I remember that because I remember really
0: missing you.
1: I really did. Every every
0: free weekend,
1: she was gone. Literally, I was like, we we lived together. I barely saw the girl. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. And, like, that's not healthy. That's not a good way to live. It's like, you need to have an equalness in a relationship. Hi, so my name is Zoe Moore and I'm working with Connect this year, a year-long student ministry internship through Navigators. I'm excited to be working with the students in Glasgow to help them explore their faith and develop in relationships with one another. I'm going to have the opportunity to develop my own ministering skills and work a lot alongside a great team. As this is a fully self-funded internship, I would really appreciate any support you could provide, such as one-off or monthly donations set up through Standing Order, at the Navigators, N-A-V-I-G-A-T-O-R-S giving page are um, contacting me at Zoe zoe.moore at n-a-v-i-g-a-t-o-r-s.co.uk or contacting my Instagram page, which is connecting underscore with underscore me. Thank you for all your support. I look forward to hearing from you um, and your prayers would be greatly appreciated.
0: so easy especially in your first relationship when you are getting to know somebody and you're in the thrill of it all of course you're gonna kind of I mean as harsh it is, as it is to say you do kind of leave your friends when you're in your first relationship exactly. you're you're just in the thrill um of things and, and I mean I remember when you guys broke up like we kind of got back to like hanging out yeah. again I got my and bestie I think, back um I but know. kind of After that, so let's say
1: like et etc. Like what?
0: What's going on, man? Like
1: what was your life like? I think when I got, we became really good friends again. You were starting to go through your, like you were starting to come back to God already by Mm. that stage. So that was why. That's why I was taught, But um, Mm -hmm. that but basically, um, I think you'd kind of, you'd kind of transition not completely, (laughs) but you were on your way.
0: I was exploring.
1: yeah so like i was so happy to be back with you all but i think the other thing was you were you were just so much happier as well Mm -hmm. like you were just like buzzing and i was like what's happened to that girl like i was like like something's happened you know Mm -hmm. Um, and then i started asking you questions and stuff and you were starting to tell me things about you going back to church and everything and yeah i was like oh this sounds really interesting I mean, for um, a little bit of background as well, I'll
0: just say, I remember, yeah. I mean, first year, we were both really energetic, really bubbly, and then I think all the partying kind of caught up to us towards the yeah. end of our second year when we were living in the flat, and I remember having these conversations, literally crying with each other, being like, I miss being the bubbly Sarah and exactly. the bubbly girlie. I miss being happy, and we were genuinely like, so like broken for no reason and we were just just struggling really like mentally so then to go from that um I guess to like going back to church and at this point as well like it would have been March April uh 2019 I hadn't made the commitment yet but already God was doing a work in my life and it's just so incredible that you were able to like pick
1: up on that because it, it
0: was it was so like it, like, was a, you so, it was were dramatic
1: so much more positive and it was like you just got a new lease of life literally yes. a new lease of life <laughs> and I was like what like okay mm. so I think for a while I was like okay like I really like how happy she is but I don't really want to go back there again like mm. I don't want to it's like I'm the fear rules isn't it yeah and it was like I don't want to be I don't want to be in that like black and white you know I need yeah. to be this perfect Christian that I had in my brain that I needed to be and uh-huh. um, because I knew I couldn't live up to the expectations I had for myself and um, but that's not that's not what being a Christian is about anyways like there is no such a thing as a perfect Christian and you need to I think you need to understand that to be able to live out the Christian life happily mm-hmm. like and explore it and kind of just embrace it and that was kind of that was my change in point I think
0: um right.
1: is that I kind think, of when you started thinking about things again yeah so like I think you'd asked me a couple of times to go to church for you and I was like oh I'm not really sure <laughs> yeah. about that like oh, okay <laughs> yeah and I then, mean I practically forced
0: you to go this like there was one time I genuinely like so you said you'd gone and you cancelled on the date and I was like no you said you were going you're going I'd literally like literally I was, like I, li- I think I literally messaged Zoe saying like I will fall out with you if you don't come and uh, just to like uh, to clarify <laughs> for anybody who's wanting to go into ministry or anybody who wants to like share their faith please don't force people to go to church I know but you needed to do
1: that yeah, like, I mean, I feel it like because we that, knew
0: each other so well, like, it was kind uh, of acceptable. I wouldn't do that with a stranger. No, <laughs> definitely not.
1: But we're, we're almost, like, sisters. Like, we are sisters, you yeah. know, we're sisters in Christ. So... I feel like it was acceptable in that, but it <laughs> yes. depends on the relationship you have with the person. Yeah. Like, i not just be like, you need to go to church. You need to go to church. Okay, in the street. you need to go to church. You That's like, funny. it's
0: really funny because, like, you know? I feel like almost the way that we were – we were the way that I was, like, pure, like, you need to come to church with me, would almost be, like, the way that we would say to each other, you need to come to this party with me.
1: Yeah, exactly. You need to
0: come to this club with me, and I was, like, yeah, you need to come to church with me. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, and I was, like, so what was it like for you in that moment coming into, um, home church for that first time? Do you remember that?
1: So, well, I don't really. I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember like the first like walk mm. in as such, but I remember yeah. being there and them saying, "Wait, we want to pray for you." And I was like, "What? Like, do you remember that?" Like, mm-hmm. they started talking about someone that needed prayed for, and this description. Oh my was goodness! Yes, perfectly.
0: <gasps> I remember this because and at this like, point, I think when Zoe came, it had been. A couple of months since i'd become a christian and from the day that i became a christian like i literally prayed for zoe like every single week every oh. single week and i remember like we were um at this service and my really good friend des johnson who's the um the leader uh of uh what you call it? Alpha. <laughs> He's the leader yeah. of alpha he <laughs> was speaking right at the end and he gave like a kind of altar call he was like said this this scripture I can't remember what it was and he just said if anybody needs prayer right now please stand he got everybody to close yeah. their eyes so that it would be complete confidentiality and I just remember sitting next to Zoe like with my arms outstretched kind <laughs> of like trying to like subtly point my hands towards her praying like <laughs> Zo- God like please make Zoe like want to stand please make Zoe want to stand please make Zoe want to stand and like at the end of the I mean actually you know what sorry so when I'm praying for you and Des is doing this altar call what is going
1: through your mind I'm just like I knew you were talking about me but I was like I'm such a stubborn person at Mm -hmm. certain times I was like that isn't happening no way like I'm not doing that because I would still had in my head who I needed to be if I was going to do if I was going to commit my life to God again and I was like this isn't happening like I am not going down that path so I was like no 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 we're fine but then it kept on going to a point where I was like okay well I need to be prayed for so I will be prayed for But, but you didn't stand up I know. Stand up. So
0: I was like, all this time I was like, okay, I'll I'll keep praying. But as we're walking, I was walking you to the bus station after that service, yeah. and it was crazy. I mean, Zoe goes to me and she's like, Sarah, I really wanted to stand up, and I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> what? I was sitting next to you. I was praying so hard for you to stand up. Why didn't you? And like we yeah. had this conversation just as we we're doing
1: now, and it was just so like and it was about being in control. Yes. It was like, I need to be in control of my life. Like, I can't be controlled by God. But God Mm. doesn't want to control us. God wants us, like, He wants to be our friend. He wants to help lead us through life. But He does not want to control us. Mm. But I always thought that. Yeah. So what was the kind of
0: turning point for you where you kind of decided to come back to
1: God? What? yeah, what changed? Basically... I ended up starting Navigators.
0: Mm. So
1: it's a good charity.
0: Explain yeah. a little bit what Navigators was. Sorry, I think you were going to do that <laughs> anyway. But
1: So basically, there's um, a charity called Navigators. And there was three people who were in it who we are friends with. And they were just like, oh, just come along. Like, mm. come join it with us. And we were like, what is this? We didn't even know what it was when we first joined. No, remember? not at all. So basically it's like this um,
0: student ministry. Um, and every single week on a Monday evening, you'll go over to somebody's um, somebody's house and they'll cook food for you. And you'll go through a passage of the scriptures together and do like yeah. an in-depth Bible study. The most amazing thing about this though, is the fact that, you'll get put into groups of like five people who you've never met before or some if you've been there for like a couple years you might know some people and the thing that gets me about this that I love so much is it's interdenominational so no, like it's exactly. not just for people who go to baptist churches it's for like a whole host of people yeah. so you get to like meet and do bible and studies don't... with people who like yeah. who have read different versions of the bible and get insights from all of them sorry Zoe, go ahead
1: <laughs> no i was just gonna say like it, the interesting thing with it is you don't even need to be a christian to go like i wasn't mm. like i was going for the sense yes. of community I for the like, food
0: for the food yeah
1: and the food <laughs> you know it you know it girl um basically that and like the fact that it is a charity like it's not connected to one church as such no, is it's such non-profit. a good thing you know because yeah. it's like out there for everyone completely but basically so, basically um it has an internship called connect can we, sorry, Zoe, can we go
0: back a little bit and can you just talk about how Navigators like helped you through your story and like how you yeah. became a Christian again, how you returned to God? I was
1: going to say how it was like a connect and it kept on coming oh. up and then like. Go for it, go for it, girl. it Okay, so basically. Sorry. <laughs> they, so basically it, there was a, an internship and in it called Connect and it kept on coming up and I was like, what's this thing? Like, I don't really... Mm. At this point, like, I was still, like, I was still pretty determined that, you know, I'm interested in that, but we're not going there. Yeah, like, you were, like, I interested, was, like... but you weren't a Christian. So you were like, yeah. I'm
0: not going to apply to be, like, to work in student mem- ministry when I'm not Christian. Exactly. I remember having so many conversations with you about that.
1: Exactly. And, like, there was... I think there was a story that I found really challenging because it was one of the Bible, one Bible studies that we were doing. And it said, you are God's servant. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I'm not. I am not being a servant. I'm not controlled by God. Mm -hmm. Like how can I be his servant? Like this isn't a thing. But the thing was I met up with you and I was like, this is not like, I was so annoyed. Like I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, this is a great organization and I'm really enjoying this but this is stressing me out mm. and you were like okay we're gonna look into the bible and we were like okay let's look at the different versions of it and I was mm. like okay and like the one of my favorite pastimes by the way mm. yeah it's so good like the way it was able to we were able to see what it meant to different people nearly in like different versions like it helped so much um, mm. and it really just explained how I, like God leads us in life, and you know like he you're not actually his servant in the thought that i I was thinking, but you're his helper you're um, He wants you to be a part of yeah. having to serve him rather than you're his servant um and that was a big thing for me. I think the other thing was by seeing how it had so many different versions and how it dated back. Like, Mm. I think history has always been an interest to me. And the fact that we were able to kind of realise that the Bible was from loads of different places and that it was written in different languages. Yeah, so we kind of had this conversation
0: about the historical accuracy of the Bible and how um, the the integrity of the Bible as a historic text and how there was like over 500 different accounts from different sources in different languages of Jesus resurrection alone and it was just so many like different fun fun facts that we were like searching at this point
1: and it was like it was so much so that I was like how can all these people make the same thing up like it's Mm. not it's not possible so I think then I was like no I need a I need to start learning more about this Mm -hmm. Um, and it made me just kind of yeah it made me just be like I need to learn more about this and I started doing that and and I was like I think during that time when I was just kind of learning more about myself spiritually and learning about pathways and that kind of thing like it just kind of made me go you know what I should apply for connect even Mm. though like it wasn't in my plan I felt like I was being called by God because it would come into my brain like at random times like the word connect and I was like this is too random like I told you some of the stories at this point as well you were
0: still like we were in our fourth year of university you were studying um to do enterprise and management and joint honors and you were also alongside applying for connect you were also applying for loads of different like internships and
1: grad jobs exactly like data analysis and stuff like that so it mm. wasn't in any way related yeah it wasn't like connect
0: wasn't a priority when you applied for it as well which is just amazing
1: yeah. I think um, like I think I always wanted to do connections like I heard about it but I don't think I truly believed I could mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like it was never that it wasn't a priority it was more that I didn't right. believe enough in myself and what I would bring to the table
0: oh my heart my heart
1: (laughs) so again what changed exactly so I was just I met up with uh, one of my friends and she's actually gonna like lead me this year in connect so it's kind of like I met up with her and she was like you will bring so much more to the table than you even realize and I was Mm. like it was such a good conversation and it was like it just kind of made me realize you know what like you have so much to grow yourself but you also have such a like such a good background you can uh-huh. you can understand people from so many denominations yes um, you can you can really bring a lot to the table here and make people realize what a Christian really is rather than how mm-hmm. it's not black and white and how barriers need to be broken down yes so, like i am the type of person who can see things from a lot of different perspectives
0: mm. that's one of the most amazing traits that you have Zoe. you have think, such yeah. a gift for being able to put yourself in different people's shoes i love it um so yeah following on from that how did you like you became a christian how did that yeah. happen
1: did so yeah so I read a book by Gary Thomas called Sacred Pathways, mm. which kind of just opened my eyes to the different pathways that there were and kind of made me go, yeah, you know what? Christianity is about exploring. And it kind of just, and then I read another book, which was all about how it was the context of the Bible that was most important. And I kind of mm. just made me go, you know what? Anything that I have believed in the past is actually true. I've just been practicing it in the wrong sense so I needed to kind of figure that and I think that was my biggest turning point it just maybe go you need to Mm. you need to practice your spirituality in a a way that's right for you and I think by reading them two books it kind of it kind of brought that together so I think that was maybe and like with us kind of talking about the Bible and that kind of thing I think those were probably the things that kind of brought me back and I had a com- couple of conversations with my family as well it kind of just maybe me go yeah you've always had a strong faith you maybe didn't believe in yourself enough yeah and like yeah that's like I think pulling them all together is high yeah again so, so in the midst of all of that as well
0: I remember specifically there was one conversation that you had with our friend, our mutual friend Becca. Could you talk a little yeah. bit about that and then how that? Oh, I've got to, to me. tell with
1: that. Mm. So this it's is a so god incident, guys. It is right. So hi, check how crazy this is. So I applied for my Connect internship, and I find out I've got it. Okay, Jeez. I was like, what? Okay, this is Over crazy. Over the moon. So the day I accept it, I was like, oh my word, I'm so happy about this. But I think there was still a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit of doubt in my head going, is this the right decision? Have you made the right decision? But I knew it, ha- I knew it was, but it was just that, I think that's natural. I think it was, it was mm-hmm. just one of them kind of, oh, what if, what that? But basically I went over and I told my dad about it and he was like, no, no, you've got to go for this. Like everyone was so supportive. Yeah. And I think like you told I was on the phone with Beg and like I just realized who was part of the team and I was like this is the team I'm supposed to be a part of it was a team full of
0: people that yeah. we were friends
1: with exactly. like literally <laughs> there are
0: so there were like I don't know over a hundred people on connect and yeah. over those people of all the people yeah in, in navigators <laughs> sorry of all the people in navigators the people in the team all people we've spoken to on multiple occasions and were friends with it was so like it was as if it was tailor-made to encourage
1: you to come it was amazing and it it was like we all have some we're all similar types of people as well Mm. which was a big part yeah but you sent me a a link
0: becca said something to you though and and encouraged you with something about the Perry's.
1: Glee, you sent me a link of a podcast mm-hmm. which was meeting with the Perry's which was right. on conflict and Becca then said was talking to me about something completely different which was about like how bringing different denominations and stuff together and expert like expressing yourself for who you are mm-hmm. and we were talking about it and I was like okay this is really funny like and they were both connected yeah. to the podcast 30 minutes with the Perry's exactly which is such a good podcast and I mm-hmm. was like how how can they be the same thing but it was and I was like that so yeah the and like, for those
0: of you who don't know 30 minutes with the perrys it's an amazing christian podcast so literally yeah. the fact that me and becca we hadn't com- communicated we exactly. hadn't set this up but we both mentioned this specific podcast which i mean the woman um i can't remember her name but the woman who um kind of hosts it with her husband she had like an incredible transition from um, when she wasn't a Christian to when she became a Christian and a bunch of kind of lifestyle changes. Um, and it's just really interesting. Her, her testimony is incredible. If you want to search it, it's 30 minutes with the Perrys. But yeah, I, I just love that. And I love yeah. how that kind of, that almost solidified things for you, though. It was almost like it, a, did. A, it was that God incident, that
1: sign that consolidated things for you. Yeah, and it made me go, Yeah, I want to be a part of this. And it also made me go, Yeah, okay, there is too many God incidents in here. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's a bit crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be crazy for you not to like go yeah. and follow through. I'm, and it genuinely, like, I was over the moon. We were, we like found each other cuz you had like came to faith you you said that you believed in God like and and wanted to live for God again. I was yeah. so sort of the moon after literally a year and a half of praying for you. Mm, I couldn't have been more buzzing. Um faith? so we're yeah. just going to kind of wrap this up a little bit. But one final question, looking back, can you see um God working in your
1: life like when you didn't see it? Yeah, definitely. Like even the fact I went to Glasgow was such a big factor because my mm. mom and then my dad, like I love them to bits, but they weren't meant to be together anymore. And um, they ended up separating. And um, we're all still part of a family and it is a good situation still. But I think being away from that and being my sister fell ill. So I think being away from that kind of made me able to see it from a different perspective and be able to yeah. deal with it better. But it meant that I was in Glasgow and I was living my life for me and I think yeah God doing that and God allowing that to happen was a big big factor because I got a BBC on my A-levels and my conditional offer was for ABB and I still wow. got it so like that's amazing, I, that's amazing. like
0: yeah.
1: you know I was meant to be there so yeah I think yeah oh,
0: 100% and you have been such an encouragement and such a good friend to me over the years and it's been so fun yeah, I mean it. I say this all the time to Zoe but I feel so blessed that I've been able to literally like get to see her grow and, and become the incredible woman that she is now and so much. I'm just I'm so excited to see everything that the world has to
1: offer for you right back at you I can't wait to spend the rest of our lives being sisters in Christ together yes 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 yes
0: so that kind of wraps our first episode up I can't believe that we literally took this whole episode we were planning on like doing this episode and sharing both of our stories but you know what knowing how much both of us talk and how chatty we both are and how deep your and my testimonies are like of course they were never gonna fit into the one podcast episode what were we thinking we really thought they would though but no we oh well you know what sorry thank you so much for being so like raw and so open and just sharing your your story and how you got to the point that you are now where you're you're going to do a student ministry in glasgow you are you are um yeah you've got so much going for you you're doing a you. christian podcast with your gal sarah
1: Yay. there's
0: <laughs> just so much going on this year um so exciting for the very very final thing how can we be praying for you zoe and how can we support you
1: yeah so basically i think if you could all pray for this incoming year and how i am going to be I'm going to be ministering to the students mm. and stuff and I've also have to self-fund myself for this year which yeah. will be a real trust in God um but yeah just really kind of praying that I will be able to fundraise that money and I've set up um I just go fund me page but I've also if you could contact me and that, if you want to be like a partner um, or give a one-off donation because um, mm. we can give through the Navigator site as well. Yeah. And the gifts allocated to me. Yeah. So sense.
0: I'll link this all in the um, show notes, but if anybody wants to go over to Zoe's Instagram page for her student ministries right now, it is connecting underscore with underscore me. And the um, the link to her GoFundMe is in the bio for that. And she's just giving loads of like updates about her life and about what her ministry is going to entail. Yeah. And it's going to be so exciting because I I'm mean, through this Instagram it, yeah. page, we're going to be able to be a part of that. And I mean, I'm going to be here with you, so I will be a part yeah. of it. But for anybody else who maybe doesn't know you personally or anybody else exactly. who just wants to know what you're, what kind of ministry you're doing... um, that's a great way just to support you through the social media, support you through sharing, support you if you are able through giving financially, because as Zari did say, it is entirely self-funded, which is really, like, it is so admirable that you are doing this, that you are, um, you're putting your trust completely in god Mm. so that's definitely as well something that we're going to be praying for you financially for your trust in god and for your ability to minister to others
1: and thank you so much
0: (laughs) not at all i'm so excited for our next podcast episode where i'm gonna be sharing my my story but that's us for now thank you so much guys for for everybody who's listened um (laughs) We really appreciate it. And it's our first episode, so I know that everything like we've been we've had a bit of a bumpy ride, but I feel like we've done pretty good for our for our first yeah, episode, right? I'm pretty
1: happy. Thank Woo. you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Lots of
0: love, guys. And again, if anybody wants to contact us on Instagram, it's at Reflecting Love um, Podcast. At Reflecting Love Podcast. And you can send us a DM if you want any prayer requests. Um, yeah, anything you can you can yeah, ask us anything, or if say. there's any topics that you really want us to cover in the future. Um, but yeah, lots of love, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.